Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Popcorn World. Fishing on the weekends, back like I did back in the day when I was a wee lad. But I can't, man. The time is okay. Let me just be honest. I can't find the right stuff. I don't know the right baits to go get for Texas. But I'm glad our new sponsor, Monster Bass, is the fun and affordable way to get the best new baits from the fishing industry's top brands delivered to my doorstep each month. Premium subscription fishing company that handpicks the best baits based on where I live and where you live and fish. No more guessing on which baits are going to work. Just leave it to the pros at Monsters Bass. They know what to do. Basically, it's like having your own personal fishing guide. It's changing the way bass fishermen shop for baits. They're quickly becoming the number one fishing brand of anglers everywhere. They got the best baits from the best brands, and you're covered by the industry's best customer service. So, if you want to catch a bigger bass this season, head on over to MonstersBass.com and use the code ACC10 to get $10 off your first box. That's MonstersBass.com. Use the code ACC10 to get $10 off your first box. Sign up for Monsters Bass now. Tell them your boy Lloyd Spence sent you. Hey everybody, it's Lloyd Spence and I am excited about where we are headed as we're getting closer and closer to the NBA playoffs. And man, you can tell things are heating up. So now I got to get in position. I got to get you in position to get you over to betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. And it's the best way to place your bets. And it's free to sign up. So head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your, wait for it, 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So get on over there to betonline.ag, betonline.ag, your online sports book experts. Come on, man. Tell them the noisemaker sent you. You're now listening to the lead of the ACC with Hockey Trophy winner and Florida State legend, Mr. Charlie Ward, Wave 3 TV, and Fernandez Hall. 
Lloyd's himself, and of course, Mama Lloyd. Lloyd Smith. And now, it's time for Believe in the ACC. So glad to be here with you tonight with my brothers, Kendrick Haskins, our Hall of Fame, esteemed Hall of Fame broadcaster from Louisville, Kentucky, and Charlie Ward, our only Heisman Trophy winner until Kendrick Haskins' paperwork clears. Uh, (laughs) And then we'll have two at that point. So all we can do is just wait at this point. If I win the Heisman, hell is completely frozen over. Completely? Like totally? <laughs> completely. Like ice it's, age levels? It's ice age as penguins. <laughs> <laughs> you can get a replica. You can get a replica and put your name on it. There you go. There you go. That's, that's not winning it, though. I want to win it. <laughs> but, I, but I mean, if we create a competition and we get the replica, then that means you won it. Hello. Who am I? Who am I gonna beat this dude below me on in, in anything? <laughs> well, I don't think you're seeing the bigger picture here, Kenny. We're gonna work on this whole process. I'm just honest. <laughs> All right. I mean, I, I think I think I, that, I I know what I know and I know what I don't know. <laughs> in the words of Kevin, my friend Kevin, anything is possible. <laughs> I tried to humble flex there; it doesn't work as well in me. If I beat Charlie Ward, it's something that's going to be on Xbox, and there ain't going to be nothing in action. There you go. So we'll make you the <laughs> Xbox champ. I'm with it. Hey, I'm yeah. Xbox guy. Yeah. Are you are you not an Xbox guy, Charlie? You know? ha! I'll win. <laughs> all about winning. Okay. Um, first of all, today's show is completely Charlie Ward's fault. I live, in, <laughs> I live in this state, and I was not aware of this story. I had not heard this story, but I he Charlie sends me a text and says, "Hey man, have you heard this?" And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" <clears throat> and I go and of course do the research, and I'm going, "Oh wow, this is interesting." And it it, it was we came and just to show you how the Lord works, um, <laughs> this there was a conversion of this story colliding with a very personal story in my own life that made this even more interesting. So uh, some of you may or may not have heard about the youngster from University of Texas, junior, well, now senior, Jaden Blue, who has committed to the University of Texas. And now I understand because Charlie had the inside track on this story. Uh, (laughs) But um, he's sitting out his senior year to, to get ready to go play at the University of Texas. And let me see. I had his comments. Let me see if I still have. Uh, let, me, let me just break it down to me. I have to no comments. The man is low management as a junior in high school. Just, That's not what he said, Charlie. That's not what he said. But that's what it is. <laughs> I don't want to give. I just, I just what else would you call it? <laughs> I want to give the young man the opportunity to defend himself. So here's his comments. After countless hours of evaluation, I have made the decision to forego. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What? You think he wrote that? 
high school kids, you know, talk like that. He can be a highly skilled mentally. Go ahead with the malarkey. Thank you. I have made the decision to forego my senior season of high school football. Now, this has been a very difficult decision for my family and I. Football, first of all, family and I have very good uses of grammar there. I'm proud of them. Football is a brutal sport. Listen to his English teacher. We say? Listen to his English teacher. Football is a brutal sport, and the wear and tear associated with the running back position is undeniable. I plan to take this time to focus on my academics while enhancing my off-the-field training rehab regimen. This is a strategic and conscious effort to ensure that I am prepared to perform at an elite level at the collegiate rankings during the 2022 season. I want to thank each of my coaches and teammates at Klein Kane High School. The relationships established have helped mold me into the young man I am today. You have my continued support this season and in the future. This is an, wait for it, incremental step in hopes of one day fulfilling my NFL dreams. Jaden Blue signing out. Damn. Congratulations to whoever PR person at Nike that wrote that. Oh my God, the level of hate that is going on. Is, why, why are you hating up a man? Uh, I mean, just the level of disrespect to this guy. That's very nice. I mean, it's a nice, nicely written. It's a well-written statement. Yes, I can. I'm 45 years old and been working in media for 20-something years, and I wouldn't write something that eloquent. I know some 16-year-old kid didn't well, write that. I'm sure <laughs> I had some assistance, just like I do. I mean, we all have assistance when it's a big statement. We want to make sure that everything's uh, correct, um, and that it that the statement because. I mean, I do the and same thing. Big statement. Yeah, when I'm whenever I need make big statement. Right. Like, that's why I said. Can, that's why I said that was a great statement written by whoever at Nike or Texas that wrote that. So which which, which <laughs> do you think had more? Which do you think had more to do with his deciding to sit out? The fact that he wanted to prepare himself for the 2022 season, or the fact that his team went three and five overall and one and five in the district last year. Uh, probably both. Yeah. I mean, if he, if he feels like he doesn't have a team that's going to be able to compete, I mean, you're like the really the only thing there. I I can I can live with that. Thanks, uh, Darlene. <laughs> I mean, Darlene said Darlene agreed with Kendrick that he did not write that. I don't think he wrote that. <laughs> I mean, we know he didn't write it. He, <laughs> he, somebody represent him really really well. I mean, yeah, yeah. whoever represented them is yeah. really well. Yeah, so, I mean, Texas or Nike. It could have been, could have been his parents. His parents can be. So, so I want to bring that part of the statement in, and then bring <laughs> this part of the statement in because this is interesting to me. We have a running back here uh, in Plano by the name of Ishmael Mahdi. You may or may not know who Ishmael is. Because in the eighth grade, he was ranked the number one eighth grader in the nation. Now, since then, his rankings have slipped, not because of his talent, but because his team sucked. They, his high school team went 0-10 this past season and did not put up many yards. But individually, Ishmael Mahdi 
put up 1,607 yards from scrimmage, 1,054 in rushing and 553 in receiving and had 15, yes, I said 15 touchdowns. How about showing up to the game knowing that you're the only thing your team has and still producing at a ridiculously high level? His mom, real quick, real quick, Charlie, because I want you to start with this. His mom, three weeks ago, just passed to COVID. He has eight brothers and sisters. Mm -hmm. My question to you is, this is a steal for somebody, D1. Somebody is going to steal a player because the only reason he's fallen in his rankings is because his team is ridiculously bad. And they've been bad for several years now. But should he play a senior year or should he be trying to play for a championship? Because if they're going to go 0-10 again, and now he is the only thing that his family has, essentially, to come out of their poverty-stricken situation, and I am speaking from a place of knowledge, should he play a senior year? Well, I, I mean, no one's going to fault him if he doesn't. Okay. No one's going to fault him if he does. And so I just think, um, you know, if I was a recruiter, he's I'm, I'm going after him. I, mean, I don't care what kind of team he's on. If he has talent, um, a lot of times people do want players that are coming from winning programs. But sometimes if your best player is on a bad team and you're like the only thing and you're still putting up numbers and you have this type of situation, a la, I mean, work done is not – his team wasn't bad. His team was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Mom, you know, got killed, and he had to take over the ranks of, uh, you know, the reins of being pretty much the caretaker of, of his sisters and brothers at that time. I mean, those are the type of guys that you really, really want on your team. Um, and I'm just – I commend the kid for, for still being there. I mean, if he's, if he's a top talent, and he's still playing on the same team, that means he has some type of commitment to his his team, his school. And a guy like him, most times are getting swapped up or, or, or you know, getting caught up or called to. Prep school. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. School. And they don't mind paying for him to go to school, whatever the case may be. And he ends up moving from that team. And, you know, I've been in that situation before with, you know, our guy, Alex Leatherwood. Uh, he had the same situation mm. where we weren't a very good football team, and he played his senior year uh, with us, and he ended up leaving to go to school early uh, to University of Alabama. But, you know, I, now he's gotten drafted. But I'm just saying there, there are different ways to make it happen. But in this day and age, this is very rare. So, so it brings me to the last part of this conversation that we'll build the entire show on. Before you oh. say, I will say, Go ahead. you know who played for a terrible team in high school? Who's that? Anthony Davis. Really? Oh, his team was horrible. I did not know that. I did not know that. Oh, yeah, his team was garbage in high school. Wow. And that's why he stayed with the Pelicans for so long. Probably so. Probably so. Because of that mentally, mental loop. Yeah. Uh, so the last part of this conversation is this. We saw this happen. Overtime signed five-star twins Matt and Ryan Bealey to two-year contracts. Both will make around 
100000 per year plus bonuses and a share of equity in overtime, as well as make money on their name, image, and likeness and possible sneaker deals. So the theme of the show, and by the way, both of them are in the class of 2023 top 20, uh, uh, rank top 20 right now in the class of 2023. I think Matt is like number five and Ryan is like number 16 or something like that. Yeah. But it all comes down to this. And this is the question that Charlie asked us in the chat, and that's what built this show today. That's why I said it's all his fault. Will this all trickle down? Are we going to start to see players on all levels start to literally just train and, and participate in sports solely based on the potential that they have to go play at a professional level? Honestly, in football, I'm surprised it took this long. Ooh, build on that. Why you say that? Because of the threat of injury. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's why you saw so many. I mean, look at JV and Hawkins at U of L this year. Yeah. I mean, he he stopped playing, quit playing midway through the season, ended up not getting drafted. He signed as an un, you know undrafted free agent with the Falcons. But with the threat of injury in football, once someone is already committed to a school when you get a lot of them, because, you know, a lot of them could do commit in their junior season. Why are you playing that scene? Why play that senior? I get it. I mean, I understand why you would play because, you you know, you're committed to a team, you want to win a championship, blah, blah, blah. But in the grand scheme of things, and it makes sense why they wouldn't want to play. And I'm, like I say, I'm surprised it took this long. Charlie? Well, you know my thoughts. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm, I'm not saying I agree with it, but I can. Right, I, right. I just, you understand? Yeah, I understand, I understand all that too. I mean, everyone has their own choices to make, and as I said, when you make your choices, you have to be willing to live the consequences. So, don't come talking about you were taken advantage of when you make your decisions. You know, ten years from now, <laughs> you know, talking about I couldn't make it, whatever, because they were talking about me or they were not, you know, whatever the case may be. I just say, you make a decision, you live with it. And so I played my senior year of football and I didn't get drafted. Wow. It is what it is. And so right. if, if you want to do that, that's, that's your prerogative. Great and, point. Uh, and just know that you have to live with whatever results are. And so well, Charlie, I would I would amend what you said just slightly. You played your senior year of football well. <laughs> Not just played it, played it well. You want a chip. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, what more would you have had to do in your senior year than what you did? Correct. So if I would have just sat out, I mean, during that time, it, that wasn't a thought process. Either. Right, right, right out of a game that would need a thought process uh but in this day and age it's thinking about sitting out just not just one game but a whole season now um I'm, the good thing is i mean i do know the, the twins because we actually played against them this year oh really they're very good basketball players and i hope the best for them um as as i said I, this is definitely something that's going to be happening i mean you got seniors you know, going. This is essentially like they're going pro because yeah. they can't go to college now. Uh, right. I don't think. No, they can't because they want. Well, according to the rule, then we'll see where this goes with that rule. 
But once you accept any monies from a professional perspective, meaning that you're being paid for your craft, you are no longer amateur eligible. But that's I'm, the language. I'm going to tell you something that's going to start coming up. Yeah. All right. These kids who are coming out, their junior year, and say they don't have a good two years, at some point, the NCAA or coaches are going to start fighting to try to get these kids on their rosters. Finding a way, a loophole around that rule. Trying to find a loophole around those rules um, to be able to get some of these guys that's going on and gotten some pro experience. I mean, got some experience. Um, and so it, it, I'm just, it's just time. <laughs> time is just ticking on a lot of these things uh, because we're starting to get out. Uh, of course. And, it, and is that bad, Charlie, though? Is that bad, though? Because if a kid, so let's use the twins as an example. They go to this thing. It's 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 not what they thought it would be. And overtime is already one of the things I forgot to mention uh, to them. To the uh, one of the things I forgot to mention in the, in the things that they're going to get is that they get a hundred thousand dollars for college. So hold on, a hundred thousand dollars for college? If yeah, if they don't if they don't make it pro, there's a hundred thousand dollars set aside for them to go to college. Were they going to a community college? Well, they may not be able to go to some of the better <laughs> people. It might be that uh, that little Romeo school. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the hate in this conversation <laughs> is on monumental levels right now. I don't even understand. I'm sure school, I'm sure college is going to start decreasing at some point. I mean, you know, the government's going to start paying for everybody to go to college. <laughs> if they go to community college, if they go to community college the first two years, they can stretch that hundred thousand out to do a little something, something. They may have to be very selective as to where they go. But but the point is that might be the loophole that some of these D1s are looking for also because if they have the access to <coughs> excuse me, go to college, then maybe they can go and now, you know, walk on or whatever. I don't know how it would work. They, I don't know how they would skirt around the issue. Or they may just end up rewriting the rule altogether and be like, look, we're not going to punish these kids. Because how great would it be for these kids to make it to – the college level after playing in this thing and having playing, having a TV contract, this, that, and the other, and then they end up in Louisville, Duke, Florida State, whatever. I mean, that shoots the NCAA ratings through the roof. Well, I'm like I said um, earlier, I mean, when you make a decision, you have to live with whatever comes after. But my, my whole thing is what about the kids that are just as talented as they are and they choose to go four years of school? I mean, we're, we're, we're talking, we're talking about kids who are at a certain level right now. And I'm hoping and I'm praying that they have some form of developmental uh, tied into this, this overtime and all these different things. Because when you start, as my parent, I mean, your parents probably say the same thing. When you start putting your, all your eggs in this one basket and you're not tying it to other things as far as developing over the course of time, 
I mean, you're not setting yourself up for failure, but at some point, you're gonna you're gonna have to make some some tough decisions. You know, am I gonna continue to continue to try to find my way, or am I gonna give it up and and move into something else? Matt and Ryan are juniors now, right? Or about to be juniors, They're right? About to be juniors. Okay, so I'm gonna tell you from the first of all, I cannot stand highlight films at all. I I just think that is the worst way to evaluate a player ever because it's a lie quite honestly you, you're taking the very best of what somebody does of course they look great but the reality but it, but but i've looked at their highlights and and i'll be honest with you my humble assessment was they're on a trajectory that could possibly be a college player but a pro player right now is a vast stretch because it assumes a lot of things that they're going to get better footwork, which they absolutely need. They're going to get stronger, which we don't know what kind of work that they have as far as the weight room and stuff like that. So all of the things that would make you, or in my eyes, in my eyes, a pro prospect, you can't see that in a highlight, you know, just because somebody can dunk. That's, that's not a, no, you know, it's not that yeah, the two things uh, they do—they do have a great motor. I mean, that great motor, and I love their competitive edge. Yes, they do. Yeah, they yeah, do they compete at a high level. They compete at a high level, and they want to win. So I love that. I love the natural leadership that they bring to the table. Yeah, but again, that's in high school. So I mean, I mean you they're know, mature. they'll mature a little bit. I think they can mature. But it's like, how many times have we? I mean. How many times have we seen someone that was the number one player in high school their sophomore or junior year that wasn't the number one player their senior year? I agree 100%. What, what, what I'm speaking to is the the, 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 the the jump in competition because the assumption is is that our, when you go to college, a lot all these guys have great motors or most of these guys have great motors. The percentages – Changed dramatically of who has a great motor from high school to college. So we'll, you know, whereas it was maybe been 35% of your team or 40% of your team has a great motor in high school. Now 80% of your team has a great motor in college. So, or, and the teams that you're playing is as 80%. So now that doesn't mean anything. Now you got to start, continue to grow and do things to separate yourself Cause, cause, listen. Let's just—we all know the reason why they're doing all of this is because everybody just did what Jaden did. Well, I'm trying to keep my NFL, my NBA, my Major League Baseball dreams alive. Right, right, so, right. That, there's a long man. There's a lot to learn from your high school gym to your to your NBA gym. There's a lot. Right. Yeah. So that's that's the point that I'm making. And and while they're on the trajectory for that. Do they keep going? And will and is the and here's the other unknown. Nobody knows anything about overtime. We don't know what kind of coaches these are. We don't know what kind of system they run. We don't know. What, I mean, we don't know anything about this program. So, is this the program that's going to get them to that jump? I um, <coughs> I'm, another point is uh, one of the things that I'm a little concerned about is just the I would say unstable. Uh, Ness, uh, not of the actual uh, overtime or the, these companies, these uh, pop-up leagues, but just the unstableness of the kids 
not just talking about the twins, but just these kids in general, because yeah. most of them have probably transferred from school to school. Or AAU program to AAU program. You're absolutely right. And, definitely and, AAU. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. so that to me is more of a telltale sign than anything else that I'm more concerned about outside of the basketball uh, improvements and those types of things. It's just the, the unstableness of those type of decisions uh, that's being made because, um, I mean, these, the twins, I think this is their third or fourth opportunity. You know, just, Really? Yeah. I mean, they were, they were at one school, then they moved to another school, and then they went to this West Oaks Academy. Um, and now they're jumping to the overtime. And so, and they're Charlie, the, you, you've seen them up close. Your yeah. honest assessment. Uh, or one of them is a is a. He's a decent shooter. Uh, he's not. I mean, he wasn't very good when we played him. As far as you know, shooting from outside. Uh, the other one, the, the the other brother, who's he's more of an inside presence. Mm-hmm. Uh, offensively, uh, didn't have very many skills. I mean, he had some 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 drop some moves that he used and he'll continue to develop with more, uh, more, um, time and, and, um, you know, things, you know, working on his game, uh, and reps. That's what I was trying to say. More reps. Yeah. And, um, but like I said, defensively, you know, they have high motors. They're going to block, go out there every shot and block it, try to block it. Uh, defensively, they're long athletic. So they fit the bill. I mean, the mold to, be able to uh, make a jump for sure. Um, but just FYI, we did beat them. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, we got you. We got you. We got you. And that was a Charlie Ward humble flex. I don't even know how humble that was. That's <laughs> the truth. FYI, we did beat him. FYI, we beat him. I met him, Charlie. Game blouses. That's the one we need. I think that might be the one we need. Game blouses. Um, face Dave Chappelle a little bit. Charlie, or Charlie can we, I got to ask this question because it, it's the theme of the show. What is this the trend, though? Is this what we're about to see? And is it okay in certain circumstances? Like, I'm. So just real quick before my, my, I can tell you guys in advance, uh, the young man, we're really trying to look at how we can help him. Cause that really hit my heart today. I did. I wasn't planning on having this conversation about him today. Uh, Ishmael, but I when you know, his, he has a GoFundMe page going right now where he's trying to raise money to help his family. And, and, and I think he personally, because y'all know how this game is played. I think he personally is in a pretty good circumstance, but he knows that his family is not. So he's trying to figure out how to whatever he can do to help him. So we've reached out to the kid and we're trying to see how we can really help. And then also just help connect him to maybe some opportunities. Uh, Cause I don't know where he is in that process. And, and, and I have, and I've done a little research to find out, um, you know, who's looking at him? What kind of offers is he getting? I haven't found any, to be honest with you, which is crazy to me because 
based on his circumstances, like you said with AD, then all the stuff that AD had to go through his senior year, this is exactly the kind of kid I want. I want a kid that can fight through adversity and yep. life circumstances and all these different things, and you can still play at this level when you got all that going on. Imagine if you had a clear path. Right. How, how, how's the school? <clears throat> I don't think that they are. I'm being honest with you, Charlie. I don't. I don't think that they are. I don't think. I think in their minds they are. But I'll give you an example. He set out the spring game. Why did he set out the spring game? Because he's all they have. <laughs> he is seventy five percent of their offense, and they know that, so they don't want to get him hurt. Bro, that's, <laughs> I mean, I understand that piece, uh, but I'm just, I'll just, I'm just curious to know if if the school is rallying around him with this situation. They, I mean, they got to. And I don't know. I have not heard one way or the other. I haven't seen a lot of things, and maybe that's where the bulk of this. GoFundMe campaign is coming from. I don't know. But but you're asking for twelve thousand dollars. You're not asking for a lot of money. So and you got eight brothers and sisters. That twelve thousand dollars that'll be that gone by going money. Very, yeah, that's not going very far. <laughs> yeah. So the kid needs an opportunity. And 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 that's not to say that, that opportunity is gonna lead him anywhere. Because I we don't know. It's all listen. NFL, NBA, whatever, Major League Baseball, it's not a it's not a have to or it's not a guarantee. It's a it, you may get the opportunity, you may not. Right. And so it's all you know, it's all guesswork and prayer and hope and you know Lord, Lord willing. Yeah. yeah <laughs> At the end of the day. Up, let's pray it all comes out the way it's supposed to. That's kind of how it works, but I mean, and I think the biggest flex that we had here and truth that we had here today is yours, Charlie. You go win a national championship and you can't even get drafted? When's a Heisman? When's a Heisman and a national championship? I mean, what what more do you have to do to prove that you know know what you're doing? But, again, we'll see. You know, and he's playing running back. That's the other thing. It's running back. So, their shelf life ain't, ain't high. So, I don't know, I, but but it, with all that being said, I want to help the kid. But I'm but I'm thinking, man, is this a trend? Is are we about to see a trend start to develop where these are the where we're gonna have this conversation every year um, about yeah. a kid? Yeah, I mean it's gonna it's gonna be a trend. I mean you'll have guys stepping out just like a lot of these guys are doing, and it's becoming popular now uh, to do it until it becomes old and everybody's, you know, more people are doing it. And over the course of time, you know, whether overtime or another pop-up league, pop-up to compete against overtime, you know how people get people throwing money out there. The G League may add more add more teams like this. Um, and that, this may be what overtime's looking for, you know, a small business getting bought by a big business. Yeah, that's, somebody, that's their ultimate goal. Yeah, great point, great point. And so that is normally how you know small businesses start and get bigger because a big business comes in and say, "Hey, you're taking over some of the product that we have, uh, and we can use uh, that piece of it." And now you've done a good job of whatever, and so we're going to take that over from you. And For them they, to be off, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry, Charlie. Go ahead. They just buy them out. Yeah, and now they're part of 
I would say the G League. Well, that you took the words right out of my mouth. For them to be offering these 30 kids a hundred dollars. like that's the ultimate goal. They've already to me, they've and already the said we got we got a TV deal that's solidly in place. And for at least for year one, if it's successful for year one, two, and three, the NBA will say, Sounds good to us. Here's now, your check. Now, now does baller TV count as a DVD? I think baller TV is like, hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. We've been over here. Never lost. Never lost. Never lost. We've been doing this. Real talk, LeVar Ball should be pretty upset right now because this was all his idea. Yeah, but he didn't know how to execute. It's not me. No clue how to execute. I mean, you have to be able to execute at some point. How does this hurt the NCAA, or does it? It does hurt. It does hurt. How? And it doesn't hurt initially. But as as it trends and more and more players are starting to find other routes other than the NCAA, eventually it will. It doesn't hurt in right off the top. But I'm like five, six years from now, if no, no, if, not- if that if what happens with the G League and they like what we're what we're saying now, if the G League go it says, okay, buys this and now you have NBA money funding this. Now, it's going know, to hurt the quality of – I mean, it's already hurt the quality of NCAA basketball at, as it is. And it's, it's going to – eventually it's going to hurt. That, that's why we have college free agency is because is, is partially because of that. Man, there's so many people out there. I mean, when we – there's so many kids that, that have – that need opportunities. And I just think these – the guys is going to be going to these – different types of leagues, uh, not as starting to be juniors, but most of the guys who are going to be going to these types of leagues are normally your high, your five-star guys who may not want to go to college. Um, and then these four-star guys who are trying to, trying to be on a rise or someone brought them an opportunity. And you may get those types of guys, you know, I'll be, I'll be more curious to see how this affects your, your Mount Burks, your IMGs, all of those types, yeah, those types of uh, schools because they normally have those types of kids mm-hmm. in their mm-hmm. programs. Mm-hmm. And so I, I can see those schools probably suffering some uh, with this new uh, league. Uh, they may take the initial hit. They'll take the initial hit. You know, just just because of you know the type of players they have around and some of these high level uh prep schools uh that that have these players you know in the mix as well so i think that will take a bigger hit than potentially the ncaa due to the transfer portal now can i can i tell you something can i tell you both something i i don't think the average uh fan is going to notice it all. I don't think the average fan can pick out a fake Gucci bag, even if it, it was if it was right in their face. We couldn't either. But like you know, what I'm like, like Charlie was saying, like 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 teams like Oak Hill, 
And I mean, they've already taken a hit. I mean, like, you look at Oak Hill back in the day. At one point, they had Rajon Rondo, Josh Smith, and I think J.R. Smith was all on right. that same Oak Hill team. Right. You're not, if with, with this coming on more and with people skipping their senior year in high school to do this, those are like, like Oak Hill, Mont Birds, like Charlie was saying, though, I think they're going to take the initial hit. But well, the thing is, if they're getting paid, supposedly they're not supposed to be able to go to the NCAA because of amateurism rules. So will, so will the NCAA, will, will they change that rule? I mean, well, that's, that's, no, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah, eventually hand, it's going yeah. to hit the NCAA and they're going to have to make a change. But the average fan, listen, we watch the NCAA March Madness, and, and here's the truth. Some of those games were hard to watch. A lot of those games are hard to watch. But it's hard <laughs> madness. So we're in like, we're intrigued with the one and done scenario, and that's what makes it exciting. But the actual game, you're like, halftime is like 25 to 15. You're like, what in the world? Like, y'all couldn't. You're college players. You can't put up more than 25 points in 20 minutes. No. <laughs> but the truth is right. But the truth is, talent-wise, it's not there like that anymore. It's 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 like those guys don't stick around. Think about I, I'll never forget. And I, uh, Kenny, you might have done this story. You may be responsible for this story. I can't remember. But somebody did a story talking about from Anthony Davis's time there to like five year projection or something, like a four year projection. And they said if any, if all of those guys would have just stayed to Anthony Davis senior year, that team could have gone undefeated because they were just. There was that they much been, They would have been UCLA. UK yeah, they, would have been UCLA. Yeah, if, they would have if, ran if you look at the string of players that Cal's had in that time period, if they all stayed like they did back then, oh, yeah, they te- definitely would have been UCLA. I mean, you're talking about Anthony Davis wasn't that long after DeMarcus Cousins and John Wall. I mean, it's a good chance they would have played on the same team. And think about this. And they then further, further advance it, you right. would have had – that that Kentucky team that only lost one game that year in the national semifinal, you would have had Anthony Davis, Carl Towns, and Devin Booker all on the same team. Wouldn't Randall have been on that team as well? Yeah. <laughs> now, granted, you probably wouldn't have landed all of those players, but because I mean, I mean, because you know, they would have. You know, Julius Randall wouldn't have gone to Kentucky if Anthony Davis and Carl Anthony right, Towns. Not, right. But, but but the point is. The, the way the system is set up now and about to be set up because the NBA is probably going to mess up, mess it really up for the NCAA or the NBA is going to mess it up for real for the NCAA by saying, eh, we're not in love with that one year rule anymore. Let's just let you play. Come on out. Uh, you know, you see, that's the thing. And like people, people don't realize it's like, it's not the NCAA that has the one and done rule. That's an NBA rule. That's an NBA rule. <laughs> so, they're at the totally at the mercy of the NCAA. I mean, the NBA. But the NBA, I think, is they're flirting around with changing it again. Which I I, I would prefer to do. Um, and that way, I agree. the that way they can go ahead and choose these young guys. I just I know it's all on upside. I, I totally get it. But these teams that keep drafting these young players, what's the difference? It's 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 four or five. They're four or five years away. I mean, before they become really good, and 
I, I'm not saying I mean maybe sooner. There were some guys, but even you think some about guys. Kobe, I mean, you think about a lot of the guys that came out. They weren't who they are, who they no. were, and became and like Devin Booker, for example, for Phoenix. Yes, I mean, it takes some time. Yes, they get the experience to play and those types of things, but it takes time for them to be these types of guys that everyone knows them as now. Um, and so, and it's normally by the time they're, they're about to come out of high, come out of college. They're going to be coming out anyway. Right. Charlie, Kendrick, can you skip steps to a professional career? As far as. I mean, what do you mean skip steps? Well, it feels like some of these guys want to skip a step. I don't want to play my senior year. So let me just sit out and, and prepare myself. I don't want to play my senior year of college. Let me just sit out and prepare myself. Are it they skipping the, the step I mean, of competition? Like, Are they skipping the step of team building? Are they skipping the step of learning yeah. leadership skills? Different things yeah. like that. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't like it because, because, because of the social side of it. Because build, being around teammates, being a team player and stuff like that, if you're well, skipping you skipping work ethic, yeah, work. Well, I think the work ethic will be there because, like that, it's not like they're taking off that senior year and not doing anything. See, you say They'll that, be working but, out. but see, you say that, and then I point to the thing that we just talked about before we got on the air, Kwame Brown, who admittedly says had no idea what I was doing when I got to the league. I'm, I'm, but yeah, I'm, but he didn't, but he didn't take off a year and not do anything. He didn't, but he was not. He did not understand the responsibility of getting better that that was vastly different than what it was in high school than what it would be in the pros. And so he's That's why I don't like them losing the I, that's why I don't like them giving up their senior year. Because that's yeah. just a, it's another year of learning. Yeah. That's that's that, what I'm saying. Skip the skip. Yeah. Can you can you do that? And and it, what Charlie I mean there'll be a player there will be a player that can I mean, I mean, it's always an exception always to the exception. rule. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, but absolutely. on the most part, what I recommend it, even if, even if, if I'm a mentor, coach, parent, whatever, to a kid like Kobe Bryant, I Who wouldn't tell him. Ready? Yeah, I would. I mean, I wouldn't tell him to skip his senior year in high school. I don't like. I mean, me be perfectly honest. I don't like high school football players going to co- going to college in the spring and. Playing spring football yeah, and like going going to senior prom and senior stuff, I don't like that. I mean, does it develop them? I, I guess. I mean, I'm sure there's stories here, there, positive, negative, whatever. But I'm just thinking socially and like just as a person, you need those times as a senior, Kid. as a person for those that time. So I don't like that. With that football does that. Charlie, I'm gonna bring this to you. How many guys do you know? that you play with that socially because they did not handle things socially right in high school. They socially self-destructed in college. From Florida, when you were at Florida state. That didn't, I don't understand the question. Well, they, they, they got to college and some of the things that held them back was not being able to handle being a Florida state football player on that. Being event. on their own. And be it on their own without the safety net of mom and daddy and coaches and all of that. Now you got to try to navigate the prestige of this jersey 
on your own and you don't know what you're doing. You're blowing it. I mean, that was all of us. I mean, when it was all said and done at some point. <laughs> <laughs> but however, some of us were able to navigate our way through because we had so much support. Um, and like I say, in college, if you if you just do a little something, they can help you, you know, get over the hump um, if you just have a little work ethic uh, because they have so much support for you uh, to be able to to get you over the hump. They got tutors. They, they, they feed you. They put you up, you know, in, 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 a, in a room and board. Uh, they, are, yeah. they help set your schedule. Uh, and all these things they, they help you with. Um, and so if if you don't make it, it's because you, you didn't do anything. And there were guys like that who didn't do anything, um, and they ended up being dismissed uh, from school. Uh, but, you know, I have a coach, uh, and she this is her story. Uh, she, she was on scholarship at Florida State uh, as well. And she got dismissed because she didn't do anything. She didn't take care of business, but she went to TCC, to community college, uh, got eligible, came back to Florida State, and then she ended up, you know, being an academic All-American. So it it takes, I mean, she had to mature uh, and grow, uh, but she was willing to do that. And then some people, some, some guys, players aren't willing to do that. And maybe because of their upbringing, where they came from, they were always catered to. That's another thing, big thing that people and kids have a tough time with. When you're always catered to, that is what you think should always happen. Right. And when it doesn't happen, this is the thing that I had to fight so much. And my parents, I'm grateful for them uh, because people will give you all the things that you desire and want. Uh, But you have to have the wherewithal to say, I appreciate it and you can take it, but understand that this is not going to happen all the time. And when it it comes with a price and when it doesn't happen, you can say, "Okay, I understand it Um, because (laughs) this is not going to be this is not the way it's going to be all the time. Yeah. Yeah, Nothing in life is free. And like you don't you don't you don't understand that until you understand it. I, I, I really you know? feel like, yeah, oh man, boy, you said a mouthful just then. You don't understand it until you understand it. And, <laughs> and one teacher that's better than others is life. Mm-hmm. Life has a way of teaching you some of the greatest. You will have, life is undefeated. <laughs> this was a great discussion. I, I, you know, I'm again, uh, and for our listeners, uh, on my podcast. Uh, if you want to uh, go check, check uh, support the GoFundMe for Ismael Mahdi, you can look him up on GoFundMe. It's I-S-M-A-I-L-M-A-H-D-I. I-S-M-A-I-L-M-A-H-D-I. Um, and uh, he's very close to his goal uh of trying to you know to twelve thousand dollars he's very close i think he's at ten thousand seven fifty four or something like that oh, wow. uh so he's really really close and i'm hoping that uh people will donate and put him on over the top so he can help his family but we will be reaching out to him uh here in the next couple of days to try to see what we can do more to uh help support the young man and his family 
Uh, I don't really have a non-ACC question of the week this week. I uh, I mean, we've been watching the playoffs, so I guess that's kind of a built-in uh, question. Yeah, our tech streams about the playoffs has been fantastic. They have been. I've been enjoying it. I'm trying to get – I'm trying to – I do have a question, though, and it's a okay. football question. It's not the – the Atlanta Falcons so dead set on getting rid of Julio Jones. Well, I don't they know. They just drafted the tight end that they drafted. It seems like having those two on the same side of the field would be impossible to defend. I don't. I don't think it's as much them as it is him. I read something today by him. Yeah, I saw and that he was. They, yeah, he said he was out of here. He was like. But it feels like they were like, but they were talking about trading him before the draft. And they it were, just didn't they happen. Were. So it's like, why are they like maybe so he, dead simple? Maybe it was him that was uh pushing it even before the draft. Why why do, why do couples get divorced? But like if if you're the Falcons and it's like you, you decided to keep Matt Ryan. Right. And that you might have be a problem. Julio Jones is the problem because he's always hurt. When he's not hurt, he I mean he they throw the ball at him. Listen, I don't just <laughs> listen, we're on the outside of this marriage looking in. But right, yeah, you don't know what's yeah. going on behind the scenes. Yeah, he but I'm might just be saying, saying, I hate this guy. I, on like, the field, I'm gonna think with him and oh boy from Florida. It sounds like it sounds like Julio <laughs> is God, you imagine how to defend that. It, well, it sounds like he's getting the gift that Larry Fitzgerald got. Like, how much easier would Larry Fitzgerald's life have been had DeAndre Hopkins gotten there four or five years earlier? How much different would that Super Bowl have been if DeAndre Hopkins was on the other side of Larry Fitzgerald? Well, well, well that Super Bowl, DeAndre Hopkins was still in high school. But that's my point. <laughs> that's my point. Hey, that, but, yeah, he would have been great. The opportunities to have what he needed, maybe, maybe, I don't know if they weren't there or they weren't aggressive enough to go get him. I don't know what it was, but – Listen, if you listen to Julio Jones talk about this situation, he is fed up. Like he's like, man, I'm I'm listen, I've been packed. <laughs> Just, right. I, I get it. And like and you like you said, right. you never know what's going on behind the scenes, but he did get to a Super Bowl. Take us behind the scenes, Charlie. I'm not gonna take you behind the scenes, but I'm gonna take I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up this guy that you just brought up. Okay. The man Larry Fitzgerald. Or or as you call him Larry, right? I don't know Larry Fitzgerald. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, 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 just, I'm just like you guys. I'm, no, he's, Larry, he's Larry Fitzgerald, a uh, big target for the Phoenix Cardinals. Okay. Um, Larry Fitzgerald, of course, has what he wants in Phoenix. Why? Because the man has been loyal to his program and to his organization. Hey, he I mean, has had no – I mean, if he's had no help or help, it didn't really matter. He stayed on because he is just loyal to the program. This is one guy, and I know everyone else has their own opinions and they want this kind of deal. But the man has had multiple opportunities to get up out of there. Yeah, but he's chosen to stick it out. I thought when a new coach came, he was trying to move, but that wasn't the case. He wanted to stick around and help the younger players develop. You don't want some. I can, I can, I commend that that kind of commitment uh, because it's people talk about uh, things that are rare. 
like this guy sitting out of <laughs> sitting out of you know sitting out of his uh, not playing his high school uh, year. Right. But this is what I consider rare. This hey, very Fitzgerald is rare. Yeah. And by the way, there's not a team that would not have mortgaged their every farm. team in the league. I'm, I mean, I can only imagine the offers that Arizona. Oh probably my got God, Larry Fitzgerald. There's teams right now that would probably take Larry Fitzgerald. Oh, yeah. So I mean, he's still productive. You're you're one thousand percent correct, Charlie. I, I saw a stat that Larry Fitzgerald has more tackles in his career than he has drop passes. And it's wow. like not even, and it's it's not even like it's it's by a lot. It's insane. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's more tackles than that's amazing. That's amazing. The other thing that I love about Larry Fitzgerald is the man doesn't care if he didn't catch the ball. <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't. It's also rare. You makes you wonder if he's a real wide receiver because his DNA. I mean, he only gets help. targeted at this point in his career. He only gets targeted what. Four or five times a game, maybe. Yeah. Although I have a feeling that's going to change this year. He's the most humble superstar maybe in the league. Which, Because just think about this. Would you argue this year that Larry now is the third is the is the third option on that team? He's probably the Z. He might be fourth. Yeah. So, so who do they have? I know DeAndre Hopkins. They got Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins and A.J. Green. Oh, AJ Green's out there now? Yes. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, they got weapons on weapons on weapons. And then they got a tight end. Then they get a tight end. And and the way the way, I don't know who their tight end is, but the way the NFL is now, the tight end is probably going to be a higher higher option than Larry Fitzgerald at this point. Larry Fitzgerald's the tight end. Larry Fitzgerald might be the time that we all said and done. I mean, Kelvin Benjamin is doing it. <laughs> Kelvin Benjamin. Oh, I'm curious. See, y'all got me curious now. The way he this guy's this 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 guy's team just signed Kelvin Benjamin to be a tight end, whichever. Yeah, way that's gonna be is. interesting right. to see what happens that way. there. That way. I mean, he's a big target. He may be. Um... <laughs> I mean, he may be a uh, Kevin Benjamin ate his way to being a tight end, though. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> he was already a big, big guy. I mean, you right. know, uh, he's a bigger he's one now. Receiver, he's, he's like six five. Now he looks like now he looks like Antonio Gates. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, I I can see the Arizona lighting lining Larry Fitzgerald up. Closer to the line as a tight end. But that's where he, he's been playing the last few years. Yeah. He's been playing, you know, in that tight slot. Uh, and they've been cracking, uh, you know, cracking them back on people. And uh, so I can see him being in a, like a, I wouldn't say a tight end spot, but a he's spot big as it is. Did he retire and I didn't get the memo? Who? Who? Larry Fitzgerald. I hadn't heard that he retired. It'd be just like he's playing another year. Uh, well, he's not on the roster. He's not on the list at all. Not at all. Well, let me see. Let me check with some of my people. <laughs> well, Ed, hit the button. You're right. You're right. You're right. Charlie, <laughs> check with some of your people. And that was a Charlie Ward humble flex. <laughs> Again, that wasn't even humble. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Not at all. You in your bag today, Charlie. You are in your bag. <laughs> I, I know some people in Phoenix. <laughs> so there are people. There were a lot of reports. I'm looking at a lot of different sites, and they're saying he is expected to retire this year. Before the 2021 season. So that's that would explain why he's not on the roster. So if he retires, man, what a career. Golly, what a career. Maybe that's why they got AJ Green. Listen, I mean, he got some big shoes to fill because that is not Larry Fitzgerald. Larry Fitzgerald was dependable. Larry Fitzgerald was was always there. If you're a fantasy player, Larry just Gerald was a godsend because he was consistent. Well, he wasn't the last few years. Well, last few years, no. But, <laughs> but to that same point, there was nothing there with it. He just started getting pieces here recently. Yeah, he so, he was a godsend like maybe ten years ago. Well, but but think about that. He was performing at a high level with with some of the worst quarterbacks you ever heard of. Exactly. That's why he wasn't a godsend in fantasy football because of the quarterbacks he had outside of Carson Palmer. <laughs> Who else did he have? <laughs> well, yeah. Now, listen, I did very well with Larry that year. He won. He had uh, Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner. That's I right. Did, yeah, Kurt I Warner. I did very well that year. I think I won a couple of leagues with that one. Um, what league um, you didn't win? Huh? I, know I, didn't league win, didn't. I didn't win our league that year. <laughs> I stayed close, though. I stayed close. I stayed close. I didn't, I didn't win, though. Uh, <laughs> you gotta play fantasy with us this year. Fantasy. Don't do that, Charles. Don't be like that. Just because you know it's below all, him. Just because you, you know, know all them all athletes, this right? fantasy football is below them. You know, what, reason. you know what? You know what? <laughs> I'm, you know I remember the button just for that. And that <laughs> was a Charlie Ward humble flex. <laughs> and once again, that wasn't humble. What? And just for that. That I'm going to beat Charlie is something else. Fantasy football. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I... Turning your nose up at his shot. Fantasy football. Ugh, how <laughs> dare you? <laughs> you know, I just... Support I like your brothers, Charlie. I'd like to share this information. Okay. When I came on today... My goal was not to get that button. <laughs> <laughs> Which shows you how natural it comes. <laughs> that was my goal today. <laughs> but then I get a button right right at the beginning. I didn't get a chance to do that, say nothing. Uh, Charlie, that tells you how natural it comes to you when not only did you come on here not to get it, you got it like five times. <laughs> Wait a minute, Charlie. You said your goal was. Yes. I came on today with the goal of not getting the button. And we ain't even we ain't even got on you about your next yet. (laughs) (laughs) Tough loss, man. Tough loss. That's gonna be the series. That would be the series. It's gonna be a great series. Charlie, we're not trying to send you into any kind of trauma with this button. Well, if, if this is causing you trauma, please let us know. Because that's not our goal. You said, I can't believe you said this was your goal. Yeah. I'm concerned. I'm, now I'm concerned. Just wonder, put on your brain. Yes. My goal today. Oh, but yeah. 
<laughs> and they were five legit. It wasn't even like last week when we just hit you with it for the sake of hitting you with it. All right, I they got were one. five legit. Uh-uh, I got one right off the bat. <laughs> we're, we, we're actually backing off a little bit, trying to give you some space. You know, he's not even he, – the stars aren't – he doesn't even have the shooting stars over his head this week. No. <laughs> trying to avoid that, – That's exactly <laughs> the reason why I you did, did not put on the shooting stars. You do got some movie reels behind you, which I don't, I don't know. That. I don't know about Lloyd, but I don't have movie reels just I, randomly I, in my I house. I don't have movie reels. Where I am in the movie room. <laughs> where? And where is that movie room? Uh-huh. The movie room. You need movie reels. You really don't, Charlie. And where, where is where is said movie room? Where where is that? <coughs> In our house. And that was a Charlie Ward humble flags. <laughs> I don't even have the button. <laughs> he, he baited you a little bit there, Charlie. He baited you a little bit. I see. He kind of baited. But it is in our house. But it's the truth. It is the truth. Yes. Even the even the fans agree with us on that one. They were like, "Yeah, that was a." That was a <laughs> Charlie, I, we got to re-examine this button though, because I, I I don't think you're thinking before the show. I definitely, I the show. definitely agree. If you are, <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm in total 100 agreement. Charlie. Charlie, are you in? It feels like you're in the band. It feels like you're on this button. Like, Lord, please don't let me get this button. Oh, my God. While y'all are laughing, I'm just going to give a couple of shout outs. Give us some shout outs, Charlie. Give us some shout outs. I'm going to shout out uh, my lady Seminoles for making it to the Super Regional in the softball tournament. Uh, they beat UCF on yesterday, Tuesday, uh, or Sunday. Yeah, yesterday. Yesterday was Sunday, Charlie. Yeah, yeah. I know you, you, we know you was jet setting across the country, so we know. Like they, like they one day. But, um, and then the second shout out is to my buddy, Monty Williams and the Phoenix Suns. Big win. Big win. Big first, win. First playoff win and, Forever. Uh, <laughs> no, no buttons next week, Ron. Right. <laughs> so those are my two shoutouts. And unfortunately, my uh, Knicks weren't able to pull the game out. I'm sure. Coach yeah, but that was a great. I mean, great game. And like, God, I never. That was a great game. I didn't realize how much I missed the fans being at the game until I watched that game. They were live. Yeah. They were live in New York. <laughs> yeah, that game was on. That game was amazing. But it was also great seeing Spike Lee mad at the end of the game. Oh, really? <laughs> that that was, never gets on the game. <laughs> to watch him hopping like, up and you down. You knew Trey Young was going to come down and break their hearts on that drive. <laughs> you knew it was going to happen. To watch him <laughs> hopping up and down at one moment and then standing there. In complete disbelief, in the next that's that's why you watch the NBA playoffs. Moments like that. These playoffs, they're off to a start because, like you know, they always say the NHL playoffs are better than the NBA playoffs, which a lot of times they are. In years past, they have. You know, top to bottom, yes. Top but to this bottom, year, yes. 
aside from the beatdown that's happening in Milwaukee, this has been a great playoff. Been so great playoffs. Been great, great, great. Milwaukee. They're playing tonight. Yeah, it's ugly right now. They're down by Milwaukee's beating Miami to death. Yeah. <laughs> it was thirty points last time I looked. It's at still it. right around thirty. But this is the crazy thing about the the NBA playoffs. When you go down 2-0, the series is not over. Uh, oh, no. Oh, no. And every game has its own game feel. Yeah. So if you lose game one or win game one, that is just one game of four that you got to get. Yeah. And and things change once you go on the road, um, unless you're just better than the other team. Uh, but I just, I just think you know, each game is going to have a. I mean, it could be lopsided, like you're saying it is tonight. But once they go to Miami, it could be totally different the next two games because the mindset- that's what always cracks me up in in my business is I see, you know, before a series start, they'll be like, oh yeah, it'll go six, seven, whatever, which means that. The other team is going to win, but if the when as soon as the lower seed wins, like Phoenix won, even though Phoenix is not the lower seed, but they're the underdog. Or is the other team in trouble? Or is this going to be? And it's like, what you predicted that they were going to lose. <laughs> so why are you making it a big deal that you know they lost? <laughs> I, I, that's why. I, that's, that's the one thing about this business, and I mean, yeah. well, one of the things I yeah. think is so stupid. <laughs> that's, that's one of the things that I get frustrated about as a journalist. I, I, When they start asking you what you think, what you think, I'm like, listen, first of all, nobody knows what to think. We're all guessing. This is we, None of us don't have a clue what we're talking about. <laughs> like, we, like, we can say that we do, but most of us don't. Like, we're guessing. And it's, and it's all guesswork because it's human beings that, listen, nobody picked Memphis to win a game. I saw so many sweet predictions. Oh yeah, Utah Jazz is gonna sweep them. Even on on NBA on NT on TNT. Yeah, they just can't beat them. They just can't beat them. And Memphis whooped their behind last night. My guy Rex Chapman said that Memphis had no chance to beat Golden State. Yeah, well, nobody thought Memphis would be in the playoffs. Period. You're right. I, actually, I didn't. I didn't think they was gonna win at Golden State either. But I, I, was, I but I wasn't shocked that they did. I was a little shocked. They have a better at, the, team. at the way they did it. At the way they did it. Not they that they ro- their rosters is better. Yeah. Their starting yeah. five is way better and their bench is better. Yeah, but but still, it's it, you know, the way Steph had been playing, you're thinking, well, he'll figure it out. And he didn't. Well, I mean, he had what 35? Yeah, he did his part. <laughs> <laughs> and Draymond missed that layup. I mean, yeah, layup Draymond, Draymond hit the shot clock with a layup. <laughs> yeah. yeah <I> <laughs> Yeah. But again, you just don't know. I mean, nobody, none of us know. We're all guessing. And so we do the best with what with the guess that, well, you know, listen, that's what makes that's what makes our giving show. Away David Copperfield's secrets. Okay. Stop all right. All right. Stop it. You're giving away the secret recipe to KFC. Stop I apologize. It. I apologize. <laughs> should I give myself a button? Or I don't know. What button should I be giving? That's myself? not a flex. That's that's, that's not a flex. I don't know what that is. That's just need a button. We need a show. Oh, you know, okay. 
So, Charlie, if we got you a sh- but Charlie, Charlie wants with- somebody else to yeah. have a button y'all, so y'all, bad. Y'all, y'all need a button. We got a button. Uh, y'all, yes, give me a, give, give y'all a sh- button. We got a button. <laughs> Put one of those on there. Charlie, we will put whatever buttons will make you. No, oh, I like Charlie being the only one that has a button. <laughs> Everyone needs to be on the button. We we all need buttons. I'll, I'll get us a button. I'll get us a button. I have a button. You gave me the button. I gave you a button. We are, where's our button? We share that button. What is that button? We have a humble flex button. I have a humble flex, flex button. It just doesn't say Charlie Ward on it. Right. <laughs> Which is another flex, if we be honest, being honest. It is. <laughs> Go ahead. I didn't. I didn't do it. I didn't make the button. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't. That's very true. That's very true. That's very true. I got um, tears in my ass today. <laughs> oh my god! I'm. I'm. I'm to catch my breath. I'm laughing so hard. Um, listen, we love each and every one of y'all for tuning in. Um. Thank you. That's uh, Kendrick Hassan's up there. That's Charlie Ward, the, the greatest flexor of all time. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. we, we oh, man. <laughs> okay. And we will be back. That look on Charlie Ward's face right now is my favorite look. <laughs> We will be back with the hilarity on Wednesday. This this show we're off the rails. This show we're completely off the rails today. But I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. I'm, I'm here for it. Uh, we'll be back on Wednesday to do it all over again. Until then, you guys have a great evening. Enjoy the rest of the playoffs, and we'll see you then. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.